Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, real quick. In order to support the podcast, I need the help of some great advertisers, but I want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you actually want to hear about. And in order to do that, I need to learn a little bit more about you in order to bring on the right advertisers. So if you could do me a quick favor... That is, can you go to podsurvey.com slash new mindset? And there you could take a quick anonymous survey that will help me get to know you a bit better so we can bring on the right advertisers. We can bring on advertisers that you don't want to skip. So that's all. Quick favor, if you could just visit podsurvey.com slash new mindset. And once you've completed the survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. But that's all you have to do. It's a quick favor. It would mean a lot to me. Podsurvey.com slash new mindset. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new mindset who dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 21. So today I'm going to talk about my most recent trip to the city of sin, Las Vegas. I'm going to talk about everything I did there and all the fun I had. Just kidding. My mom listens to the podcast, so I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to talk about something that I realized after my trip there. Um, Namely that kind of whether we realize it or not, we're not being 100% true to ourselves. We're not living as our true self. You know, it's that self that when you're alone, you, know, you hear this true voice in your head. It's the true self that makes decisions and, you know, chooses to be happy um, for you and, and you alone, right? I'm going to talk about how to live uh, what I think is an authentic life, you know, one that, you know, hasn't been chosen for you by others just because you're trying to fit in. So I'm going to talk about that. I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode. As always, be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. You know, I always like telling you all to follow me there just so you can kind of get a sense of who I am outside of the podcast. You know, I'm just a normal dude who's been fortunate enough to be the recipient of some, you know, really great life perspectives. And I'm, you know, just a guy who's embracing his abilities and influence to do the things he wants in life. You know, I'm not some kind of guru or anything like that. Um, So, yeah. So shoot me a DM there. Follow me uh, at case.kenny. I definitely love chatting with you all. So let's get into it. 
So as I mentioned, uh, you know, I'm excited for this episode because it's kind of it's coming hot off a trip I just took that made me realize uh, a couple of things. Um, it was literally just a couple hours ago. I wrote this outline when I was on the plane um, back to Chicago. I just landed uh, maybe two hours ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, so I spent the last four days in Vegas and then L.A., um, and I think obviously those are two cities that are kind of just loaded with expectations and a certain kind of vibe, right? If you've, if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, I'm not a huge Vegas guy by any means, but I definitely like fun. Uh, and let's just say that Vegas was fun, right? Um, and I'll leave you there. But LA, you know, LA is my kind of city though. Uh, I like it because, you know, there are a lot of cool people out there just doing amazing things, creating really impactful, um, you know, content and platforms and, and companies and sharing it with the world. I like the energy. I like the attitude. I like the lifestyle and just everything. But then there's the downside, right? I think in my experience, LA is very materialistic, very superficial. It's very much a, you know, who do you know, what do you do kind of city, right? You know, how much do you make, what car do you drive, the watch you wear, whatever. And I'm, I'm sure, obviously, that's not universally true, uh, but that's just my observation. <laughs> just, so just go with it for the sake of this episode. Uh, but again, don't get me wrong, right? Like I would be lying if I said that I myself wasn't materialistic. I, I love watches. I love, you know, my Hublot, Rolex, Panerai. I collect them. I like fast cars. I like going to the clubs. I like, I like doing all that stuff. I can't deny that, right? But I will say that after spending more time in LA this weekend than I normally do, I usually kind of fly in and fly out maybe a day or two for some meetings. Um, I spent the entire weekend there. I noticed, you know, uh, I noticed how I personally react to the pressure that a city like LA inevitably puts on you. And that's pressure to stand out. It's pressure to be somebody flashy, somebody with some clout, with some rep, whatever, right? Um, I was at Soho House uh, last night in West Hollywood, and that kind of vibe was just very, very palpable, right? I was I was grabbing drinks in the garden area, if you've ever been there, uh, and this guy to my left was was wearing a, a watch called a Richard Mill, um, and and this is a a very very expensive watch. His was somewhere in a range of two to four hundred thousand uh, dollars. But anyway, you know, my friends and I noticed immediately because we're watch guys and and you know we're observant, I guess. And naturally, the conversation turned to that of, ah, I wonder what this guy does. Wow, he must be really well off, really influential, yada yada. You know, he had this girl with him who was absolutely beautiful. So our vibe kind of was one of of ad you know admiration towards this dude. You know, like, wow, that, that dude's goals, right? Like, look at that guy. People notice him when he walks in, blah, blah, blah. And I, granted, you know, we had kind of been drinking all day. So I guess that's kind of somewhat of an appropriate reaction. You know, just, you know, just a bunch of dudes admiring another man's watch and his girlfriend, right? But now that my head's a bit more clear, uh, I hate that. I don't like that. I really don't like the way that I was kind of reacting. You know, I hate the fact that I kind of gravitated to wanting to be like this guy, right? Wanting to, to be like some dude that I know nothing about. You know, why would I want to? stand out like this guy? Why would I want to adopt the qualities of this random dude? You know, why would I want to plagiarize this guy's life? Because I think it'll make others notice me and respect me because I think it'll make me happy. I mean, this guy is clearly very well off. You know, he gets hot women. He gets respected. Soho. he has to be happy, right? He has to be fulfilled, right? Uh, now I can't answer that question, but I can't say that, you know, I, I want to stop admiring or copying other people, right? I want to stop trying to stand out or fit in by copying someone else's life. I want to live an authentic life, right? I want to just be me. I don't want to compare myself to others or want what others have in hopes that it will then make me like them and make me happy. You know, I don't want that for myself. So, you know, I kind of I spent some time on the flight from L.A. to Chicago just now thinking about this, thinking about what it is that causes me to think like this. And I, I'm sure you can relate to this, right? It's a natural thing for us all to do. 
And here's what I've come up with, and I've definitely got to give a shout to Jess Stewart, uh, who's an author, coach, uh, speaker. She wrote an article um, that I shared in Pursuit this past week, and it really helped me kind of dig through all this BS and realize a couple things about our and my natural tendency to do what I just described, which is, you know, becoming someone else. And I think it's an interesting concept uh, because it's kind of at odds with itself if you think about it. You know, we all want to fit in. We want to obtain and excel at the things that are kind of expected of us, right? We want to be successful in our career, find someone to settle down with, buy that house, um, do all those things that everyone is doing or wants to do or wants to have. We don't want to shake things up too much. You know, we go to work, we, we talk about fantasy football with our coworkers, going to the store, getting a dog, going to the beach, or whatever we did for the weekend, the usual stuff, right? It's relatable. And I guess it's kind of, it's what makes us all human and ties together some common life goals and objectives. But at the same time, we want to be the shit, right? We want to be successful. We want to be noticed. We want to stand out. So that's kind of awkward, right? We want to fit in, but we also want to stand out. That's kind of confusing. You know, what the heck are we supposed to do here? And I have some thoughts on that. Um, and those are going to come in just a second. But, you know, what are we to do? How can we accomplish both of those goals? Well, I think we really struggle to do that. I think in the process of life and living a life that's between I want to be normal and fit in and relatable to that of uh, I want to stand out. Um, you know, between those two, uh, you know, ends of the spectrum, we kind of lose track of ourselves. We move away from our own authenticity. Think about it. You know, we spend time envying other people's lives, their things, their accomplishments. We want those things so that we could check off the boxes in our life. Uh, and because we hope they'll help us stand out and become the envy of our own friends. And I, in doing so, I think we move further and further away from our true selves. We deny ourselves and our authenticity by trying to fit in or trying to stand out. We become someone else. And I don't want that. I don't think you want it either. Um, you know, I've been there because there's so much pressure to be that way. In years past, personally, you know, I, I would act like other people. I would pretend to like things I really didn't like. I would hang out with people that I knew just weren't right for me. I would pick up hobbies I had no interest in. And none of these things made me happy. But more so, none of them were me. I was living a life that wasn't mine. I was, I was acting in a sense, literally. But, you know, but now I don't. I, I really try to adopt the mentality of not doing things I don't want to do. I'm not afraid to disappoint people. I'm not afraid to tell people that I don't want to go out or do that thing. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. So, you know, whatever way you're trying to go here with trying to fit in or stand out, I make no judgment to either. If you're not careful in the process, you'll end up losing yourself. And again, I get it. It's so easy to fall into those traps. Because I, th I think if we're honest, we're afraid. We're afraid that unless we fall in line, unless we are super unique, that we'll be labeled as kind of useless or not wanted, that no one would be proud of us. And we could end up living our entire lives doing what we think we should do, doing normal things that, you know, don't necessarily feel right for us, hanging out with people who aren't right for you, right? And the result is you end up very disconnected from yourself. So, well, we get it, Case. So what the heck are we supposed to do? Uh, you know, I was thinking about this, I was writing an outline and to be honest, I'm not too sure, but I think the first step to kind of getting your, your BS together is just realizing this and also realizing that you, you don't need to go, you know, quote, find yourself to move forward. You don't need to up and quit your job and move to Bali to figure out what you stand for. I sure, certainly that might help. And I think that would be a great thing to do, but 
you know, there's things that you could do today, right now, that can help you move forward in a more authentic direction. I think we just need to be more real with ourselves. You know, even as I was at Soho and had these thoughts of at admiring this guy and wanting to be like this guy, there was still this voice in my head that was like, you know, so what, Case? Why does that matter? And I think we all have this little inner dialogue. We never are able to turn it off completely. I think we need to listen to it more. I think we need to follow it. We need to know who we are and make every effort to stay in touch with that. And by doing so, we can make decisions based on our own values, not those of others, like this random guy. So, Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Um, and, you know, it removes from us a mindset of making decisions based on what we should be doing to that of what we want to do. Pretty simple concept. It helps get our priorities straight because I think right now they're out of whack, if we're honest with ourselves. You know, because there's something I've realized when we look to others. And again, whether that's in an attempt to fit in or stand out, when we look to others to determine our value or sense of belonging, we're, we're unintentionally screwing ourselves over. You know, it's our natural tendency because the alternative is scary. Like I said, we don't want to be ostracized or unable to relate. But I think there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with deviating from a traditional way of things. That we shouldn't feel any guilt or shame if you can't relate to something or if you don't want to associate with a certain person or people. That's limiting yourself. Why in the world would you want to do that? And if you're worried about not belonging let me tell you this, there is one, and I believe this is so much confidence that there is a world out there that is, that is waiting and willing to embrace your uniqueness and just welcome you completely. You know, there's a group of people who have the same beliefs as you who act the same way as you, it has the same, you know, vision as you, um, they're out there, um, you know, and they'd be happy to have you around. And you just have to continue to search for those kind of people who understand your, your heart and your soul and your mind. Um, it's a place where you could feel at home. I think that's a really exciting realization, right? I think, you know, from my own example, I've determined that I I don't want to stand out or fit in. I just want to be me. I just want to do dope things with cool people and feel good about it as I do them. I want to make decisions with a clear mind and soul and know that I do them for me and not anyone else. And I want to respect the accomplishments and influence of others, but I don't want to covet them. And here's another anecdote. You're going to think I, I like practically live at Soho House with all the references I make. But, I, I, you know, I like hanging out there just because, you know, the, the people are very creative and influential and are doing big things. And I respect that. But I was at Soho House in Chicago the other day, maybe two weeks ago, and, and Harry Styles was also there. He was sitting right behind us. Um, so kind of the entire time. 
people as they were walking in and out were freaking out. They were trying to take pictures of the guy and just in general just kind of making a really big deal out of the fact that Harry Styles was there. And don't get me wrong, I definitely respect him a lot. He's very talented. Um, you know, he's done great things. You know, he's very influential. But it kind of ends there. I, I, I don't really care beyond that, right? I, I don't need to be like, oh, Harry Styles is at Soho and so am I. Like, who cares? It doesn't matter to me. You know, as I get older, what matters to me is that Case Kenny is at Soho, right? Because I have confidence in myself and what I'm doing. And I'm not particularly concerned about staring at Harry and wishing I had his life. Because I don't, really. I, I don't want that. I want to create that for myself. And I am, right? So you might be asking, so how did I get there? How did I get here? How did I get to this point of craving and just wanting to live an authentic life? I think it was a radical shift in my behavior of the past couple of years in that I started doing more things for me and acting on what I wanted, right? So I wrote down a couple of things for you, just a couple of quick points. So the first is, you know, I became more authentic by being more selfish. And I think I've said this before, but I started being more selfish. I really did. I think once we realize that we need to make a change, we always wish that we had started sooner. And that starts by putting ourselves first sooner. It means putting yourself first and others below you for the time being um, so that you could prioritize your own happiness and your own decisions over others. It means, you know, finding yourself in the right places, not necessarily Soho House. You know, it means being truthful and real with yourself and being vulnerable. And I think, you know, hands down, I think vulnerability is the only means to true self-awareness and growth. It really is. But we avoid it because we don't know how to, you know, embrace the kind of the pain of confronting ourselves. So we keep our issues at arm's length. But when you ignore, again, our kind of internal dialogue or our issues that you feel, you move further and further away from yourself. And truthfully, I used to really kind of embody this, right? I really did. I I ignored everything that I kind of felt uh, and denied anything that really that didn't make me seem like I had my shit together, you know. But when I started to embrace my own vulnerability and adopt a more compassionate mindset towards myself, it stopped. And it's done amazing things. When you're vulnerable, you remove all these self-limiting beliefs from your life. And then you're free to make better decisions, ones that are yours, the ones that aren't, you know, trying to mirror some random dude at Soho House. You know, becoming the best version of ourselves, as much as I hate saying that, it's just a process of letting go of our own expectations. And these are expectations that have pushed down our own authenticity. So living honestly with yourself it does amazing things. It builds up your self-confidence and belief in yourself to live your own life. And once you start building this up, amazing things can happen. And first one is that you stop waiting. And that's my second point, that if you want to live a life that's yours and not something that you're copying, you need to stop waiting. I think the more that we wait, the more that we covet other people's lives and their things, uh, and, and the more that we adapt our expectations that become you know, more theirs than ours, you know, bad things happen, you know? I think we need to ask ourselves, what is there to wait for? You know, we're as full and capable as we'll ever be. We're as good enough as we'll ever be. You know, there's nothing else to wait for. And when you wait or you start like kind of half-assing your goals, you end up playing it safe. And playing it safe is the fastest way I've found to live a life that's not your own. So I think we just need to get real with ourselves. You know, if you're at a point in your life that's in line with my first point and that you you love yourself and you accept your vulnerability, then you're in a good spot because you'll have the vision and the passion to pursue what you want. 
And this, you know, again, self-acceptance, it installs like such a sense of urgency in you. You stop waiting. You stop caring about the opinions of others. And as a result, you're empowered to follow your heart and pursue what you want. And that's authentic, right? You're doing things because you want to do them, not because you saw someone else do them or you think that's what you need. So I'd really encourage you just to get up and do the things that you're putting off. And to my point earlier, I've personally fully embraced this mentality. You know, now when I want something or someone or to do something, I act on it. I used to be an overthinker to the max, everything, you know, and probably again, probably because I wasn't completely comfortable with myself and my vulnerability. But now that's that's not the case. You know, last night, again, for example, it was, it was Saturday. Um, after Soho House, we wanted to go out, so we started walking around West Hollywood. We went, walked past One Oak, which is a club there. It's a really popular club, um, you know, very bougie. Uh, and it was just three dudes. Like, we, we didn't have a table or anything like that. We're not going to get in there. We don't know anyone, but that's clubs for you in L.A. for you. But I wanted to go, so we did. And I didn't overthink it. I wasn't afraid of negative outcomes. I just did. Uh, and that's going after what you want. Again, no, no matter how small or trivial like that or, or big that you may have, you know, because being happy and being yourself starts with asking for what you want. And that's my third point, that when you are yourself and you're living a life that is yours, you ask for what you want. There's no way around it. And heck, when you ask for something that you want, you usually end up getting it. That's just the way the world works, I found. So you have to speak up for what you want. You have to, you know, if you want something, you you just got to talk. You got to act out. We've gotten so much better about this over the past year. You know, I know what I want. I have more confidence than I've ever had. So I'm not afraid to ask for it. I think you should do the same. You should ask for what you want and do what you want. And when you ask for what you want, you're, you're, again, so much more likely to get it. And you might be like, well, duh. But most people don't. They don't ask. They just hope. And again, personally, I have so many examples from my life of that. Um, late one example from kind of, you know, the past couple of weeks is there's this big pad podcasting platform that everyone listens to podcasts on. I won't say which one it is, but everyone hopes to get to the homepage of this platform. It's kind of like, you know, making the New York, the cover of the New York times. If your podcast ends up there, it can be listened to by hundreds of thousands of people on that day alone. So I wanted that. So instead of hoping that the editors over there would, would, you know, hopefully find my show and allow me to grace that page, I did something. I went out and used my network to find the person who ran it. I reached out, set up a call, pitched them something valuable for them that in turn would allow me to be on that page. And it's going to happen now just because I asked. So, you know, my, again, I think I've said this in previous shows, but my most rooted and confident and authentic friends are that way because they go out in the world and take what they want. And that usually comes from a place of just, you know, being passionate and purposeful. And that's my fourth point in that Again, I've said it before, but the most you know authentic and confident people I know, they're that way because they've created something of their own. They've created something of their life. They've done more than just their role at their nine to five. They've explored their passion and they've built something around it. And I'm not saying you need to go and create an app or become an F- a CEO or anything like that, but I'm saying that you should try to expand your creative horizons um, if you don't want to end up kind of old and miserable and stuck in your career. You know, exploring your passion and creativity, it it heightens your confidence. It expands your growth by providing you with a catalyst for you to move outside of your comfort zone. And I think that's so important And that pursuing a creative interest requires that you be passionate and compassionate with yourself, that you you embrace your vulnerability and, and you realize that you are good enough and whole enough to do these kinds of things. 
So I'm going to stop there. I like, get, I like to keep these short again. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, I hope I gave you something to, to think about as you go about your life, deciding if you want to fit in or stand out. You know, whatever you decide, I hope that you think about whether the decisions you are making are in line with your true self. I don't want you to hit your 30s, your 40s, your 50s and look back and not know who you are. But I think that the good news, the great news is that you can change. You can change for the better. You know, to live a life that is yours and yours alone. And you could do that today by being vulnerable with yourself and living that every single day. So that's it. As always, I love chatting, as I always say. So definitely follow me on Instagram at case.kenny. We can chat and hang out there. Again, it's at case.kenny. So until next episode, I'm out. <laughs>